I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professionals, and they're about to make that very clear. So just kick back and hang with them, because you've earned it. Now cue that music. Welcome back, episode three or something like that. Two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> episode two point five. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a, before we start. I want to try a little, uh, little, little shit I learned on TikTok experiment here, because because if you don't know already, Perez is a big Dr Pepper fan. Uh, my my brother and mom are probably bigger fans than I am, but. So supposedly the combination of these two things of Coca-Cola and root beer is supposed to be Dr. Pepper. Uh, so I guess I'm just going to 50-50 pour it in here. Um, That's good. I need I needed a drink. <laughs> I had I had a band practice with Burner State today. To, you want, do you want to tell people about Burner State while I pour these cups? Yes. Burner State is uh, a punk band that I'm in with uh, some just buddies from, from high school. And we basically started, we technically started right before, uh, like, COVID, basically. But we didn't really get going until, like, like all the lockdowns. Not a whole lot to do. Um, but it was it was really helpful for, like, teaching me how to, like, record on my own. Um, and when I say record on my own, I would just, I had, like, a little recording program on my phone. I would just sing in my bathroom. <laughs> but eventually, uh, Tron and NBR... He sent me like a little, like an actual like recording kit and painfully walked me through how to set it up. I felt, I felt so bad for him. Really? Yeah. Cause I'm like, Cause you're, it, you're kind of technology dumb. Yes. Very. I'm, I got it eventually, but the whole time I just felt so bad. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm putting you through this. Right so I guess like, there's no, like, you'll be able to tell which one's which obviously because of just the way that the way that they look, but all right. So, so I don't know if you want to try the Dr. Pepper first or the, the mix first. I'll try the mix first. Cause I want to see if, okay. Are you going to try this too? Or have you tried it already? I haven't tried it yet, but I'm, I'm curious. I so right out the gates, it smells like root beer. Cause it's got the foam on top. It's got the, it's got oh, the big yeah. foamy head on top. It's all like root beer. It tastes like a, it is like a sweeter root beer. Like a sweeter root beer. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. It's like a root beer with a little bite. But, okay, so try that one. 
Dr. Pepper. Yeah, it's not. It's I think not. I think the I f- I feel like I could see that being a thing. I don't think it would fool. It, this is not going to fool like this the, isn't the ginger, fans. This isn't the ginger ale like the which we got to we got to try that Coke too. and Sprite. I don't I don't know if I believe that one Sprite with a splash of Coke because it doesn't have the bite of ginger ale. Yeah. It doesn't have the ginger bite. Yeah, I don't know. I think I feel like maybe. Maybe the portion, the proportions were different. Maybe we just need to pour it differently. Add more Coke. I think more Coke. <clears throat> we lead interesting lives, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Originally, I wanted to do, uh, I forget what, what we even called it. We basically just trying like exotic fruits. That could still be a thing. We should still make it a thing. How do I blame Mason? Bring him on here. It'll be our fruit, our fruit extraordinaire. <laughs> you just need to give it a. This doesn't sound weird. This this smells like a like Colgate. It's only toothpaste. Yeah, it's weird. Okay, that I. So that tastes more like Doctor Pepper. I don't know. I don't even know if it's, I don't know if it's Doctor Pepper, but it definitely tastes. Less like root beer. <laughs> so maybe maybe we're just using maybe A and W is just some really powerful root beer. Maybe we need to use like barks. Mm. I don't know. That'll do. I'll try it. Sure. Keep our germs to each other. It's all right. Whoa. I've been hanging out this whole pandemic. Yeah. I think <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna slowly bre uh I'm gonna slowly introduce raccoon stuff. Just bring more and more shit to the table. Yeah. The mug. <clears throat> Got this from from Megan. Megan from the Breaking Point video. Burner State cup, which apparently we had these at our the barbecue show, and I didn't know. I didn't know they were, they were a thing. I didn't. I didn't even see those at the show. Right. But. Well. Right, let's yeah. jump into it. Yeah. So <clears throat> today uh, on our uh, on our intro series, basically, we're going to be talking. Uh, we talked about we talked about what's been going on for the past seven years, essentially, where you guys have been, what you guys have been doing, um, what you've been doing personally, going to school and everything. As a recap, so if you haven't listened to those that those episodes, it's part one and part two. You can check those out, um, and then now that we are almost current, like with the timeline, we're talking about the record, the EP. So today is the 28th. There's how many days in November? 30. (laughs) So we've got one, two, five days, five days until the new EP drops essentially. So in honor of that, uh, you guys have heard some of the songs that you guys have not heard others yeah the other four yeah so so we're gonna um what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a breakdown on the actual songs and talk about one like the inspiration behind like where your headspace was at when you were writing this record and then two um talk about the songs break them down so that like by the time the record comes out this show should be out right around the same time cool and then uh and and then you guys can kind of listen to the record, come back here, listen here. Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll give a little sneak peek at a song that you guys hadn't quite heard yet or something and, and drop early. I don't know. You know what's funny is I was I was gonna try to listen to the songs on the way here just to kind of see if anything like you know, jogs any memories and stuff. And I got a new phone and on my new phone I don't have our new album. Any of it? <laughs> so I just had I had to <laughs> I had to download, had to download the songs from, uh, or the the three that are available from uh, iTunes. So nice, nice. Yeah. I have them, so we can play them. All right, cool. Well, um, all right. So, and I asked, I asked Mike if this was cheating because, um, as hopefully some of you guys will see, uh, in our booklets for the um for the vinyl for the CD, there's uh, I did like a write up for uh. You sound like like a what's it called like a like a synopsis or yeah like a, little, essentially like a shortened version of what we're doing here like yes. a little song a little breakdown yeah. of the song and, and the lyrics just because <clears throat> like 
especially especially since we knew it was going to be an EP and it wasn't a, like a full length. So I figured if we weren't going to do a full length, we might as well try to add just something. And so I've never, we've never done anything like this before. So, um, but it's cool. The I was stoked that the band thought it was a good idea. I was stoked that the label thought it was a cool idea. And so, um, yeah, so I'm just going to read like kind of what I, what's in the booklet. So you, some of you guys are going to be like, oh, why is he reading that? Uh, this is also for myself. <laughs> to kind of, yeah. So an- another thing too that I want to talk about with the EP is that you have, um, you have album art that, that has like sparked up a little bit of online controversy. It sparked up a little bit of conversation about like the symbols used oh, yeah. and like <laughs> is, is, is NBR like, into the occult, yeah. Is, is NBR into the occult? Does NBR like, uh, like the devil? You know, shit like that. So, the if you if you look at the album artwork and then like uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I'll throw a clip here or a picture here or something cool. like that of the artwork. If you're just listening on on audio, um, then you can pull this up whenever you see the record or or pull it up on iTunes or Spotify. Um, but each so essentially each song. If I if I understand this right, it has a symbol for the song, right? Yeah, like a little graphic art piece. C- can I say what my original idea was? Yeah. So my original idea was I think it sounds awesome, but in the end, at the in the end in the end it made sense to go the route we did <laughs> just because it was more cohesive um, and in probably less of a nightmare as far as trying to get everything squared away. My I wanted each song to have its own artwork. And so I thought, why don't we reach out to friends of ours that are artists, all kinds of artists, give them the song, like just give them a song and just tell them like, like, this is the song, you know, some of the lyrics, whatever you want to do, like it's yours. And so they would, whatever they just, they wanted to, you know, do font or a picture, whatever they wanted to do. And then when they sent it, that would be, that would go with the, you know, be like, I don't know, part of the booklet or something, but that would represent the song. Cool idea, I think. Still, I think I still want to do that. I still want to do it some, at some. Dude, point. Why, don't, why don't you do like a uh, like a, a submissions thing? Like have people sub- after the record comes out take that idea and expand on it even more. Like give your artist friends, but then get submissions from fans or like you know people that listen to No Bragging Rights. That'd be cool. And have their interpretation of the artwork for each song and do like a little fucking book. That'd be sick. I think it'd be tight. That'd be really cool. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, TM, TM, Walking Blind Podcast. Yeah. Copyright <laughs> 2021 slash 2022. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so that's, that was the idea we wanted, you know. And so from that, uh, it just be kind of, it kind of became like, um, uh, it was just going to be a lot of work to figure out how much to, you know, compensate our friends. Because as much as, I, I know, I'm pretty sure all of them would have probably done it for free. But, you know, it's going to be like, out so, i don't know it just felt we, we needed to compensate people and we needed to like do it right and then it was like figuring out sizes and how big they're gonna be yeah so in the end we decided to just have one of our friends who's an artist basically come up with the ideas and when we hit up our buddy alan he he came up with the idea of symbols and using symbols for each one and, and it was cool um so so okay so just i, I don't want to go into this but like for myself <laughs> i'm like I've kind of done my own research and I've been really big on like symbols and um, like what they mean and stuff. And uh, not that I'm into the occult or anything at all. I am not, but uh, I, I just, it's it's interesting. A lot of the symbols in our world and what they, what their origins are. So, um, so I I think it's safe to to admit that you're kind of a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we won't go into any of that stuff in, in this. I don't know. We'll see. Unless people want to hear my how freaking crazy I am. Your um, funny wild rants. Yeah. But, uh, and so, so yeah, so it was cool. So he, he sent us, um, I remember the first drafts he sent us, they were really cool. And I kind of had like a couple, <laughs> a couple notes. Cause I was like, cause I knew, I was like, Hey man, just like, I like, so this isn't your, I know you're not doing anything on purpose or whatever, but this is just kind of what I see. And so I kind of sent him some notes. And then, um, and then he sent me back kind of like what his inspirations were, where he found certain things from. So it was, it was cool. I, I mean, I was, 
I was happy with it, you know. And uh, I think I, I think I wrote this on like I even <laughs> I responded to this comment because I saw it and I was like, oh, I want to I want to <laughs> nip this quick. Um, but I just you know it's there's still stuff that you can interpret it, and I see it too. But it's a compromise. Like you know, the guys in my band liked it, and I I heard uh, what Alan's take on the on the on the symbols were. So I'm I'm okay with it. And who's Alan? You want to like fully shout him out? Alan Ashcraft. He's he's um shoot. I want he I know he's a I want to say he's a, he works a part of uh oh, I don't want to mess with the label. This label, maybe we'll edit it in. <laughs> Is that how that works? We can edit that in. Let's we'll look it up. Yeah. Um yeah, everybody Alan, uh well, we used to we've toured we've toured together and he's just he's been He's a, he doesn't really, he does really cool work. Um, and, uh, Daniel was actually the one who was really, was really, uh, recommending that we, that we go through him. And so Daniel kind of spearheaded the art side of it. Um, but yeah, aside from like my idea of like, like the, having artists do the thing, I'm, I'm like not that guy when it comes to like art stuff or like shirt designs or anything like that, like. I'll like anything that anything that gets like put in front of me. I'm I'm always like that's cool, yeah. <laughs> like I'm, you know, I'm probably not gonna wear a t-shirt. So it's like you know, if if you guys think other people would want would want to wear this, awesome. Like, but I'm not very I'm like not very creative on that side. So. I don't I don't see a, a particular label, but we'll full on shout them out. It's mm-hmm. alanashcraft.com for a site, and you there's I mean there's a bunch of cool stuff. Yeah, he killed it. it. The album. Artwork looks sick. The album looks looks rad. But yeah, so Alan Alan did uh did the artwork. <clears throat> Alright, so then let's do you want to jump into the the record itself from start to finish? Are there particular songs that you want to talk about more than others others? Or mm-hmm. or would you rather talk about the three that are currently out or I'll just I'll go in order. Okay. I wish this is like where I wish uh like Daniel or any, anyone else in the band. Like I'm really bad with like timelines yeah. and like dates and when things happen. Um I can't remember if this was the first song I actually sent. Like if this was the first song we got. I'm sure the guys in the band are like, "No, dude, this is like <laughs> um this was seventh. Yeah. But anyway, so we opened the EP with a song called The Strength's Perspective. And uh, I'll just read what I have here because I was going to basically just say what this is. But uh, uh, the strengths perspective is a social work practice theory that focuses on finding the client's strengths, talents, abilities, and resources. Uh, Validating what someone feels while reminding them of their strength, resilience, and ability to persevere. And so so I I always, even before um, I got going back to school and was getting into social work, um, oh, by the way, I want to say this, like, I'll probably have to say this a couple of times. Kind of like when you watch, like, like uh, anything on, like, crypto or, like, stocks. They're like, this is, this this is, is not financial this advice. This is not financial advice. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not licensed or anything. Like, I have my degree, and, but I can't, like, um, what's it called? Like, prescribe anything or diagnose. <sighs> I'm just here to talk. Share my, give you my two cents. But, um, so... Uh, when I, when I like, when I was going to school and I, I heard about that, uh, perspective in social work, I right away was like, oh, that's like, I feel like that's kind of what I want my style to be. And what I feel like I've always had is, um, I like to point out strengths, I feel like in people and, um, like I've always like, right, like right away, I think I'm like, I'm, I'm a pretty private person and, um, I don't really show like. I don't get too emotional about things. I don't, I don't think, but, um, and so that being said, whenever anybody would share something with me, I was always so blown away. Like I always thought that was like brave as hell. Anytime, anytime, anyone, it's still any, anytime somebody uh, shares with me, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm going to be burping. Cause of the <laughs> soda. And anytime that somebody kind of opens up and gets vulnerable, yeah. is, is always an interesting scenario. Yeah. And Especially it, people that like really like that don't know you. Yeah, you know, complete. Yeah, exactly. And they're sharing like really, really personal things. 
and it's like it's always super humbling but right away you know even even when i was like always like i've always been kind of scared to like when people share with me because i'm like oh like what do i say um and uh my first thing is i'm always just i always compliment like just the bravery it takes to even talk to talk to me someone that you know they probably don't know or even people that do know me um and so anyway so i've you know this song this song is just kind of uh kind of focuses on you know uh strength and perseverance and 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 validation uh, like in this song i don't know if i'm gonna actually read too much of it but it's basically like the opening lines are kind of describing you know how it feels to feel you know whatever it is like a like anxiety or just feeling like the world's crushing you or that you're drowning and um and you know validating someone's feelings in that because that's that's something um, you know, I've personally felt a lot of us feel that and, uh, you know, and, you know, from soul in a social work, you know, lens, whenever we talk, to, whenever we talk to anybody, we just want to like, you know, validate what they're feeling is real, you know, like everyone, every, no matter what, what, and that's, that's what worries me about a lot of, um, a lot of people who, you know, are struggling with things. They just feel like, you know, their situation might just be unique to them, and that's it. And that, and then, uh, you know, no one else is feeling what they're feeling, so they feel almost embarrassed to share. When it's like, you know, if you would be open, if you just kind of be willing to talk and share, you'd realize there's a lot of people going through similar things. Although your experience there is unique to you, but it's still like you're not alone in in that. <clears throat> I think there's something to understand too about, um, you know, particularly about your feelings and your emotions. Like, I. It, how do I how do I say it properly? I dated somebody who was who was bipolar. And the the way that like it clicked with me and it made sense was that that it was basically explained like, hey, whether these whether you agree with the feelings or emotions or not, whether they're irrational or not, whether you know, this is like out of left field, it's like there's no validity to it whatever the case may be it's still an emotion that they're feeling. Yeah. It's still an emotion that they're going through. So it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not. It doesn't matter if it's tr- even true or not, yeah. or if this is actually, you know, if what they're feeling even happened, that's still an emotion that they're feeling. Yeah. So that there's, you have to kind of approach it in that sense where it's like, well, I mean, it didn't happen that way, but, you're still feeling these emotions right. or things, you know, things aren't the way they're perceiving them, but they're still feeling the entire weight of all of that on them. Yeah. So that perspective too, like going back to, you know, the things that you were saying, like <clears throat> you don't know what anybody else is going through and you don't, you like, even if you think you do, and even if you've gone through the same things, you never know how somebody else is handling it yeah. emotionally versus how you would have handled the exact same situation. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's one one of my favorite things that like I've I've learned and had to really like sit back on is uh, feel versus real, and that, like you said, feeling is you know especially in that moment that's what they're feeling and that's real for them, regardless of what it is. Like, um, just an easy simple example of that is just when somebody is just like. It could be this could be for anything. It doesn't have to necessarily be mental health. It could be anything. It's like uh, when you feel like, oh, that person hates me. Yeah. Well, that's how you feel, and maybe they do. Maybe they do hate. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's like it, that's probably not real. You know, in most cases, you know, you don't know. But but anyways, that's yeah, that's a uh, emotions, feelings. So uh, what what was the second song on the record? So the second song is Walking Blind, which we do have a video out for. Um, this one, I can't, like, I don't know who I've talked to and said what to. <laughs> so if, uh, some of this is going to probably be a lot of repeating. Um, <laughs> this song was interesting in the sense that uh, when we were leaving to record, I think I did talk about this. When we were leaving to record, um, I already had the six songs, and I had pretty much lyrics, and I had sent vocal ideas for all these songs. And, um, and then, uh, Tron and Daniel were getting together to like rework one of the songs, but then they ended up finishing 
an idea that they had. And so they sent me a new song, which is cool. But at the same time, like we're recording tomorrow. Yeah. It's like, dude, I've <laughs> like, and I like to really like sit, like sit and take time, my time with stuff. And, um, and so I just kind of like, I, I was at peace with the fact that I was like, well, this isn't going to be on the EP. Um, six songs sounds like a pretty well-rounded number. And, you know, I'm not going to stress myself to, to crank out another song. Um, and so, so then, uh, so then I was like, I'm just going to listen to it. I'm on, on the flight uh, to the studio because we uh, recorded in Tacoma, Washington. And on the flight, from like the minute we like started to take off till we landed, I, I finished the song. I Lyrics and everything. And I even recorded a demo on the plane. And I had, at the time, <laughs> I had this little ghetto, like, you know, a little recording app on my phone. And then my headphones had the microphone. Wait, so you're just on the flight like... Literally, mumble, yeah, literally that mumbling. <laughs> so I was like, how can I do that? Like everything, like, like we, the, only, the only area we really changed was like, because the ideas were there, even though like, yeah, ma- yeah, you know, it's one thing to like, mum- you know, mumble it and then like yeah. attempt to sing it. Well, especially um, because like, kind of like opening the, the blinds or, or opening up, up the curtains and, and talking about like, the writing process, like you, one of the things you kind of put me onto, and then I think in turn that your guys put you onto was when, when it comes to like writing heavy and like hardcore stuff for me, it was always like, Oh, I just, I have to scream it to see how it sounds like every time I do it. Right. And then you were like, yeah, I just talk the verses out and I just talk the ideas out in time with the music. And I was like, why does that make so much fucking sense to me? Like, why didn't I think of that before? Well, I think the idea came, well, at least the first time I, 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 uh, I heard it, I think that Daniel or whatever heard it was, uh, I think Shai Halu does that. <clears throat> they talk their, I, I could be wrong, but I, I feel like it's something like Shai Halu did where they, Matt, Matt would just like talk out the patterns basically. Or maybe, talk out the patterns and the parts and then just come back and. Yeah. Which is so <laughs> nice to not have to like blow out your voice for an idea that you're not going to use. You've been doing this for how long now? Yeah. I've just been, you know. Yeah. Martin Martin did it. Actually, pretty much I was at, at one point, everyone in my band, dude, we have such really funny recordings that oh, I'm yeah. sure, I hope we never share. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just like, you know, it's just the, I'm sure there's like people that are like, yeah, duh. Like, I, you know, how else would you do that? But hopefully maybe one person in a band who screams. Hey, here's a little uh, life life hack. Dude, talk it out. Talk it out. Don't. Don't just scream at the top of your lungs while you're writing because that gets you burn out really quick. Yeah. Unless you're just tough as shit and you don't, then by all means. But I'm not. No. And it, <laughs> oh, you save so many takes. That's like one of my <clears throat> biggest pet peeves in recording where it's like, I, you know, I love Daniel and Daniel brought up the, <laughs> the best, you know, and Tron, they both brought up the best of like me. But like, they'd be like, hey, that's cool. After I like finished the part and they're like, Hey, what if you did it like this? And like in my mind, and probably because I just finished screaming, I'm like, why, why didn't you tell me that sooner? <laughs> like, and especially if the idea sounds like you just hear it and you're like, yeah, that would be cooler. Why didn't you just say that? Like before I just took all these takes to try to get that part. But uh, no, but it was, it's, it's all for the, for the best. If, if I, if I remember correctly, walk, was it, was it walking the line? Um, there was a vocal melody in there that Daniel sent over um, that we were like, eh, I don't really know about that. Because we were doing the demos. And stuff. Uh, was that Walking Blind? No, no, no. It was, uh, or was that Strength's Perspective? Oh, shoot. I know what you're talking about. Was it the... And it, was it the... Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's a... I think it is. I think it is walking by. Or uh, strength, sorry, strength, strength's perspective. No, 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 no. Breaking point. Breaking point. Yeah, breaking yeah. Point. It's breaking point. Yeah. The because it wasn't like that originally. No. And I tried it, and I was like, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't and, sound good to do it. And we demoed that here, and we were, we were both like, mm, I 
I don't know. And I just remember Daniel being pretty adamant, like, no, 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 yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, do but that. He, but we made it work. He works good as a backup vocal. And, and uh, yeah, cause, yeah, it's a backup vocal now. I don't even know if I, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, rec- I didn't record it in the studio. But, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a nice thing. You know, some ideas work. Some of them, some of them don't or some become different things. Uh, for Strength's perspective, I remember the chorus was super high. Do you remember that? Yes. Like, and we realized I was singing the harmony. Yeah. The, the higher harmony. Yeah, I think I told you to go lower, didn't I? I think so, yeah. Because it was like that. Oh, you're, you're really pushing it, to get was, that high. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it was, it was rough. Do we have that somewhere? Yeah. Strength's Perspective is also the song. Uh, I mean, if anybody followed me or f- followed uh, Martin on Instagram... That's when we were helping you with the vocal patterns in the studio. And it was that song. We didn't include any audio because this was all demos and this was all like, hey, nobody can hear this shit yet. Yeah. But we were we were trying to help you with your timing because on there's a part in there that the timing was just I have really shitty timing. <laughs> it's it's bad. I'm not trying to be humble. <laughs> My timing's bad. To the point where literally Timing and ad libs, not my oh, strong dude. suit. I hate that. <laughs> They're so cool when other bands do them, like the, uh, ooh, or like, um, or, oh, or I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like they're cool, um, but I don't really do them live. I don't think ever. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I don't. No, I don't think I've heard you do them. I, don't know. I leave that to like Daniel and Martin. They're they're much better hype guys. I'm, I'm trying to catch my breath. I'm not trying to do extra yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. So yeah, it had a strength, strength's perspective had a much higher vocal melody, and it was I was singing the harmony. Yeah, and it was it was very ambitious. Also, like what people don't understand, like I haven't you know done a lot of this stuff in so long, and so I feel like I really did. I did attempt some some things that I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, maybe not. Maybe that's a little <laughs> that's a little a little much, but uh. So if, if all of this sounded or looked really funny, we just had some camera issues no. that we had to work out. But we're back. Um, okay, so we're talking Breaking Point, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, which is the second song. Oh, wait, Walking Blind. I didn't, oh, I didn't, get, blind. I didn't get to finish that one. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking Blind. So Walking Blind was the the song that you wrote on the plane. Yeah. Because I remember you leaving and saying, oh, they sent me another song. But if I can't finish it, it's just not going to end up. On the EP, and then it ends up being one of the first two singles to drop that yeah. has a music video and everything. Yeah. So, and that it also took the longest because because uh, the nice thing about being able to record and finally like actually have time to demo and stuff was we had already we already knew for the most part what I was doing on all the songs vocally right. we had an idea, and then um, and then walking blind like it took a long time because like we're. Because first off, the band's hearing a lot of this stuff. I'm hearing it, obviously. I'm hearing, I'm hearing it for the first time, too, like full volume. It's one thing to like mumble something or like talk out a part and then to hear it. Because like I I think I originally thought like the verses would be uh, sang. I think, I think that's what I thought they were going to be. And then now they're, they're more of like a, it's like a rasp, a raspy singing. Yeah. I don't really, because I don't really... I don't, yeah, yeah. A, I, I think it's a different type of singing for me, or at least I don't, I don't get to do too much. It's more rappy than anything. Yeah. And so it was. It was. Uh, so yeah. So that one took forever because it was our first time hearing the song. Everyone kind of hearing it for the first time, having opinion, having opinions on what to change. But. And so, so since we're since we're talking about the song, um, well, first off, let's talk about like what what is what do you, what is your breakdown of like what is this song about okay so i don't know if i want to read all these now (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to it's early enough right that but i'm not gonna read them all or i'm not gonna read them word for word uh okay so basically so um the idea of the song is just how it's about addiction and how it's really hard to um like the whole uh like the saying like you know you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped and it's true, you know, and so it's just about how, you know, uh, you know, most people who have addiction, they have a lot of failed attempts because they're not sincere 
and they're wanting to get you know clean or whatever it is that they're going with they're, they're going through and just how um when you finally like when you finally like surrender to help and you finally like stop uh like stop reaching for things that aren't going to pull you out is when you actually get yourself out and you actually start to you know you have that you have an opportunity to really fight something that's very serious in addiction so um so yeah that's what that that song is the the idea of walking blind is just uh walking aimless, aimlessly uh you know when you're uh and when you're when you're struggling you're basically grabbing at whatever you can to fill that void and uh yeah also a very poignant note because the show that you're listening to now is called Walking Blind based off of this song uh and we are also <laughs> just grasping for whatever we can right now because we're still trying to figure this shit out. So it works. It's fitting. Um, And then so so that song um, ended up being one of the first two singles, Mm -hmm. well, the first three singles that were released. Uh, And it was one of the first music videos technically that we saw that that you got back. Yeah. Um, And... (laughs) So I want to pull back the curtain a little bit more because if you if you haven't watched the video, go now. Go watch the video right now. If you have watched the video, then you probably know what I'm talking about. There's some really cool scenes. One of Mike running full speed through the forest, just you know, like like he's running for first. Uh, Get have a killer, Bella. And then and then there's also this like I. I give you shit. It's such a good shot, but it's also funny at the same time because you're in the jungle, essentially. <laughs> forest. <laughs> you're in the forest, and there's there's like this perfect panning shot around like a bush that you're standing behind, and you're like <laughs> aggressively singing or screaming or something, <laughs> and you have no microphone in your hands, and it's this like it's this it's the Talladega Nights like I don't know what to do with my hands Dude. moment. Oh. <laughs> So can you, can you, and I know that that other part, portions of filming that that video were kind of crazy. So can you talk about that process too? Yeah. So, so when we okay, so we're filming, we're filming with uh, with uh, Tim. Tim Burton is his birth name, um, and uh, and so you know he 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 was. Uh, they're talking about like ideas for shots, and one of them was to check out uh, areas in like the this wooded area, and so. We go and um, it's a really beautiful area. I was stoked, and uh, we had gone that day. We got like a speaker so that we can have you know playback and and um, and so we find a, we find an area that we that we feel comfortable recording in, and then we get the song, and uh, Tim Tim was like, "Yeah, you know, stand here," and I'm not e- I'm, like, I'm not even exaggerating a little bit. It didn't even cross my mind until he was like, all right, we're going to record. That I was like, oh, shit, I don't have a microphone. Yeah. I, I, was, like, what am I, I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, what, what do I do with my hands? Like, what, what, wait, what am I supposed to do? I don't have, I don't have a mic. And he's like, he's like, oh, just, you know. Or they like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, just use, like, you know, just use your hands. Like, talk with your hands. I was like, <laughs> what? I've never done yeah. this before. And thankfully, I think, I, you know, I, I think Tim realized, like, saw the fear start to set in. And I think it was smart of him to be like, all right, go. And you like push record. Yeah. And I just had it. You just had to figure it just out. Just do it. Yeah. Just try it out. I just, I don't even know what I was, I was trying to think of every. Every cool know, move you've ever seen somebody every, do yeah. without a mic. Just, I was thinking like everything from like Eminem to like, <laughs> like Rob from Einhart or like, <laughs> I was, I had, I was so freaking lost. I was so, oh dude, I, I felt so awkward. Because now we're in the forest, and shooting music, any you know, shooting music videos, taking promos, all that stuff. To me, is like super embarrassing anyway, especially when you're out in the world, not not yeah. in the studio. Yeah. And then to have to like have you know, I'm lip syncing to like the music out of the radio or out of the speaker, and right, then like a little I'm, like Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. And then I'm just like trying to figure out what to do with my hands, and <laughs> oh, I felt so. Not to mention that that weekend that you guys were up there, it was like a hundred. Dude, people died twenty that degrees from the heat, yeah. which is insane. Yeah, it was like it was like it was like a record, like the hottest it's been in Tacoma. I think 
I don't know, probably ever. I think it was like, it was, it was so hot. We, so we would record. So we were on the rooftop, which was cool. It was such a, such a rad spot. And then we, we would go through the song once. And then as soon as we hit cut, we would all like run to like a shaded area that we had, that we had. And we would just kind of like try to douse ourselves with water. And then like basically like stripping down to like our underwear and just towel off and just telling off and like trying not to puke. That was my goal. My goal was like not to pass out or, or to throw up. And we, we, none of us passed out or threw up. Um, thankfully they kept us pretty hydrated, which is nice, but it was so, (laughs) it was so freaking hot. Um, it looked cool. It was cool, cool, <laughs> cool shot. It had a really beautiful view, but it was so hot. And we sh- it was like we started filming and I think like one in the afternoon, yeah, in the middle of the freaking like day, peak like, sunlight, like your daytime, yeah. And uh, you know, it was one of those things like we were all trying to like pump each other up, like, dude, you guys, we did, we've done a warp tour in the summer. We've, we've done, did, we've done worse than this. And then I think it was Daniel was like, yeah, we haven't done that shit in years. <laughs> We're soft now. It's been a while. But, uh, so yeah, so it was, so when I see that, I think of the awkwardness in the woods. I think of like almost dying on a rooftop. And then, uh, what else about that song? But yeah, that was the first video that we got to see. And that was cool. That was kind of like a, I was like, okay, like it's starting to happen. Like, a lot of people don't realize we had, we re, we had the demo done, the demo. We had the EP, the EP recorded and done by like February. Yeah, and then we didn't shoot any of the videos. We shot both videos. Oh, that's the other thing too. We thought it'd be a good idea to shoot three music videos in one weekend. Thankfully, we only had the budget budget to do two. We actually really didn't even have a budget to do two, but we somehow made it work. You just made it happen. Yeah, um, and so. So we shot, we shot two videos in one weekend, but, um, and then, uh, and that was in June or the end of June. Yeah. End of June. And so it was just nice. Cause like having, having the songs done back in February, you kind of forget <clears throat> or not forget, but it's like, yeah, you're just sitting on it, just sitting on these songs. And so it was cool. It was cool to see the video come back. Um, I, see, I thought I don't like music videos. Like I don't like I don't like shooting music videos. I don't like doing. I don't like doing photo shoots. I don't like any of that stuff. And so, you're still punk, Mike. We get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, our, that's my punk moment. Yeah. We want to have like we were talking about how like we should have a, a, a segment where it's like still punk, and it's like moments where you like you prove your punk rock. <laughs> that was that was mine for this episode. That was your that was your still punk moment. That was my yeah. But uh, but I was like, I was stoked. Like when he sent when he sent in the he sent in the video, I thought he did an awesome job. And then freaking breaking the wall. Breaking point next. <clears throat> um, yeah, it's just wild to think that that yeah, I think I said earlier, but the the song that was just like, well, we don't know if it's gonna make it. Yeah, ends up being one of the you know I guess main singles from from the EP. You know, so yeah. the last song that was kind of like that was Repeater for us, even though Repeater was never it was. I, I wish we kind of I wish we played I wish we played it more, but um, that was a song that I remember was the last one we we uh, we had, and I don't and like I think it was kind of close to not being on the on the album, but I love that song. <laughs> Sucks to sing, but I love it. Um. All right. So then, moving on, to song number three is Breaking Point. Yeah. Correct. And then Breaking Point. Um, there is also a video out for also once again another one of the sing- first few singles that came out um, on the EP and <clears throat> happens to star a good friend of ours, the beautiful Megan Golden, the loveliness Megan Golden, which we are we we do want to uh, we want to pull her on the show we want to talk to her on the show uh, so hopefully that episode is coming soon, um, <clears throat> but. So that that was that was one of the first demo songs. Yeah. So that was one of the few, like the three that you guys had. Strength's perspective, that one, and one other song. I don't remember which one it was, but these were one of the ones that you initially sent to Pure Noise. Yeah. Um, and ended up being the first single, essentially. And and, and like. And honestly, I feel like this was the song that like 
as soon as I heard, as soon as they sent this song, I remember thinking like, like, oh, dude, this is like, I think, I think we're, like, I think we're back. I think, I think we're this, like, this is gonna be cool. I think, yeah. yeah, it'll be fun. Or at least I know I was like, I like this. Yeah, because I felt like it was such a. I feel like it. I feel like Daniel killed it on like. It's a it's a very melodic song with like really heavy parts in it, and like I love. I think my favorite part is the transition from the chorus into the two step, right before yeah. the breakdown. Like, just li- like, I really enjoyed listening to these songs. That's the other thing too. I, I I told the band like when they were writing, I was stoked. I was like, dude, thank you. Like like keep sending these songs, but I can't write until my I can't like write for these until I'm on <laughs> on my Thanksgiving break. From school, yeah, from school or like my Christmas break, <clears throat> and so I would just listen to the songs, and I loved just listening to them. Um, I thought Daniel did such a good job with them, and so, uh, so, so Breaking Point. Um, one of the things I remember about this was I remember when I was writing it, I just felt like there was a lot of like, uh, like a lot of frustration in this song, and like a lot of like almost like a. Like it was, it's such a melodic song, but I felt like it was also very. Um, I'm sure Daniel could word it so much better than I can, but I, it just felt very like, uh, like I don't know, dramatic. <laughs> like it just, uh, but yeah. but but it's like, but there's such pretty moments in the song, which is I'm sure Daniel's probably like, oh my god, dude. <laughs> uh, and so, um, and so I, I I remember I remember writing the guys and being like, hey. uh, you know, I'm kind of stuck with a couple. Of, uh, I feel like the song can go a couple of different ways, and one of the original ideas for the lyrics was to have um, like a like a a man who's lost his job, mm-hmm. and he's just he's like frustrated with where his life is, and now he just feels stuck. Um, but you know, it's you know he's he's like in a tough situation where he doesn't want to um, like what he can do with his family and and. Uh, yeah, so that kind of like almost like feeling of, of despair, right? And then, um, <clears throat> and then uh, I wanted to almost write from another perspective. First couple of drafts were the perspective of abuse from but from the other side of it, like a you know um, the abuser. Yeah, and then um, um, what's it called? And so I don't really know why I like settled not settled, but why I ended up going with um, the. The intimate partner violent uh violence one with the, uh with this and i and i had someone um i read all the comments by the way guys uh <laughs> i had uh someone that put like i wish somebody would do a take on um you know because viol- uh it goes both ways yeah. you know women using men kind of stuff and which which is totally true but um i was just uh i don't know i wrote from that perspective i wrote from the perspective i did just because i just felt like i had i don't know I've sadly heard a little more from um, friends that uh, have been on that end of it, and so, um, so yeah, so that that was uh, so this song had a couple of different directions where it was gonna go before I actually really started like writing for it. Um, but I I remember I remember demoing <laughs> demoing this in my bathroom, <laughs> and it was like late at night. It was like super late, and I was so tired. And I don't, um, like, I didn't want to, I didn't, I just didn't want to, I just didn't feel like screaming. And then I remember when I finally got to the, like, the chorus part and trying to figure out how the, because the, the break part was going to have just, like, a lead-in and then it was going to just let it go because I thought it was such a cool breakdown and nothing, nothing in between it and then coming after. And then when, like, like, when I figured out how, how to make the rose part fit, Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I like that. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, I like that. Like, this this sounds dope. Uh, and there's very few times. I I don't know if I'm sure guys, anyone who's a vocalist, I'm sure there's other areas in life where this happens. But um, like I can tell when like guys think I did something did something you know well, and then I can tell when they're kind of like, well, yeah, it's good. We, like we can work with that, or like. <laughs> Or like, oh yeah, that's that's cool. I like where your head's at. Um, yeah. We'll try, we'll try, we'll just try different things, <laughs> try different things. Um, but that it was cool because I remember getting like pretty immediate feedback from the guys during that part, and they were like, oh, that was like, dude, that was. This is the. She rose the breakdown. Okay. Okay. And uh, they were like, 
yeah, it didn't change a whole lot other than that vocal melody idea that uh, Daniel was saying, which eventually became the harmony, which is made it sound really yeah. cool. Yeah, the combination that we were looking at things from like a very singular perspective of like either this way or this way, and we didn't think about putting the two together. Um, but another thing I want to point out about this song too, and also goes out like through the record, is that this time around you actually have both Daniel and Martin doing like uh, legit yeah. parts and verses, not just harmonies or backups or ad libs. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're you know you hear both Daniel and Martin actually have vocal parts on this song. Um, I loved that. And I, I felt like, <clears throat> you know, I get, I get there's certain parts where I should layer my voice and there's parts where I can, you know, I get it. I get the, I get that side of it, but I really like, there was parts where I guess I could have done it, but I thought it would sound so much cooler to break it up. Cause we do that live anyway. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I hate when bands don't do what they do live, but as long as long as they as long as the part's done, you know, at least for us, even if we like, you know, there's there's definitely parts on the album that like I don't do it the way it's on the album, and I let someone else. It's it's mostly when uh, it's mostly like an ending, so that I can yeah. come in on the next part, which is usually a singing part, right? Which I want to do. I want to do singing parts, <laughs> and so, um, but uh, I, yeah, I I I love. I love that. I'm really curious to see what people's thoughts. Oh, well, you've heard it. So I'm, I'm really curious to see what everyone's thoughts are because it, it feels. I feel like if it, I feel like it gives it more layers, and it yeah. also gives it what we are live. Yeah. Daniel does a lot of vocal stuff live. So does Martin. You know, um, and so they're on it. Like they're like like Mike was saying, they're featured on it, and and uh, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, that one, uh, Walking Blind, and um, <laughs> one one of the other songs, I'm Regret. Sure. Okay, Regret. Uh, they both have really dominant like uh, parts in the songs. Um, but uh, yeah, that was, I yeah, I'm really I I'm really curious to see what people think about hearing uh, a lot of them. And then I guess we could talk, we'll talk a little bit about the video, but I want to talk more with Megan about it because oh, you yeah, know, cool, cool. she did a lot of like really, she, let's, let's be real. She did the heavy lifting on this video. Dude, <laughs> um, I had, it, it's like, I had zero doubt. Yeah. I had zero. I was just like, dude, I feel like, and, and once I got the okay from the guys, cause I was like, Hey, hear me out. Yeah. And then uh, when I told her, and she, I I just knew I knew I knew they would, I knew they would freaking knock it out of the park, and they did. I think that the the I mean the dynamic because I mean Megan is a friend; she's been around for so long um, at this point, and then also she's she's a fan of the music. She's a fan of hardcore. She's a fan of you know, and it's, she's a fan of No Bragging Rights, and then she's a fan of what you guys are doing. And so, like, for it to be a huge, like, coming together of, of all the worlds to make that video happen was, like, sick. And like I said, like, we'll, we'll talk more about it with her because mm -hmm. I want her side of things. But for you guys, it was... It was really awesome to have her be part of it. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was very, very happy that it, it worked out. And it, it wasn't like a... It's not even like, oh, like she kind of like, it makes the video, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You guys could have just not even been, there could have been nothing about you guys in the video. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would have probably been I mean, other than the song, but you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that definitely, for it to, for that song to have come together the way that it did and for all the pieces to fall together, it was the right choice to have it, especially be like the first single. And then it just ha that that happened to come out on um, in October. Yeah, which is like Awareness Month. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's a it, yeah. Is it, it domestic abuse or in, yeah, intimate partner violence awareness month or something like that? Okay. And and it wasn't we didn't plan that <laughs> as much as we you know we want to say we you know and uh, as the, cool as it would be to be like yeah we planned this yeah the actually label maybe they knew I I I don't know 
Maybe they knew. But uh, they're the ones who were like, yeah, let's release this in October. We're like, all right, cool. And it just so happened to be the month. So. They're, uh, they're smart smart folks over there at Pure Noise. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> they know what they're doing. So uh, they, do. they probably thought 10 steps ahead of everybody else as soon as they heard that first demo. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> all right. So next song. Next song is Stages. And uh, so Stages, this, it's, it's for the, um, the five stages of grief. Uh, there are other models that have more, more steps or stages, whatever you want to call them. Um, and, uh, the, the main ones are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. And, uh, in a way I felt like this song, I mean, I I thought it should come after, uh, the wait, but it's whatever. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but, um, I mean, it doesn't have to be like lost for literal death. It's, it's just for grief anytime you're grieving and it's, it's the steps that someone goes through. And so I tried to write a song to kind of explain that, or at least what those steps can kind of look like. I mean, it's not, not perfect by any means, but it's, that was the attempt. Uh, I wanted to try to talk about the different stages of guilt and, um, I mean, of grief, not guilt. But, uh, yeah, this one, this one, I feel like, uh, this was, this was one where, like, I remember we were like, oh, there's your scream. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. And this, if I remember right, is this the one that you also reached out to, like, Daniel and Tron and were like, what was your headspace writing? I was for all of them, but yeah. Like but I think there was one that was a lot more personal, and I don't remember if it was this one or not. Man, I don't know. Um, we've I, I, it's, that's hard because like I feel like at some point we've had like those kind of discussions for. I I, I could be completely wrong, and if I am, we can cut this. But I thought that <laughs> there was a song about, or there was a song that was written with the perspective of somebody had passed away from cancer, or somebody was battling an illness or a sickness or something like that. I don't know if that was this song or not. Uh, yes, it was a song. Okay. Yeah. So, so then that helps play that, into dude, like this. I forgot about that. Really? So you're wrong about that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I was like, I know I'm not crazy. I think something, something <laughs> did happen. Um, yeah. Cause I remember you saying that this, this was like, you you weren't sure what to write at first, and that was kind of the driving force. And then they told me what their where their headspace was. Yeah, and why. yeah, yeah. And you're right. And then this song was the one where where we were fucking around demoing and stuff. And then and then at, there was like at one point where we were like, oh nope, there it is. Do that. Do that scream that you're doing. Like I don't like screaming. The, the anger here, like the frustration here. Like do this. Can, no, I, don't. can, can I tell them your 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 master yeah. engineer note? Go for it. <laughs> so so okay so when we're recording again i haven't screamed like this like to write like this like i've done like little guest things here and there for friends and stuff but like to get in that headspace and to like want to scream like i think i was trying too hard yeah <laughs> yeah there was a lot of like um i'm coming back and i've it's got to be tough yeah you know it's got yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. I wanted it to sound tough, and I was like, I think I was trying to come in like my voice probably deeper, which I've I've made this I've made this <laughs> mistake before, and uh, and so so Mike, this is I think like the second like maybe our second day of like doing demoing and stuff. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> Mike gave me the best note uh, I've ever gotten I think in the studio, <laughs> and it was. Um, so you, so you, I, I hear that you're going, you're going for like for tough, but like I think, like for you, I think your your scream is comes from a better place of like when you're like more pissed. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, think of like <laughs> student loans and your dry spell. All right, go. And you record. <laughs> Now campaign. It was like it was. I was like, mad. I was sad. You know, it was like half joke, half like, half like, hey, uh, let's you know, let's find something to, to draw from, you know. <laughs> and then, 
and it just worked out because right after I said that, and then we started recording, like your scream actually came out. My my scream came it was, like your your actual yeah. scream came back, and we're like, there there it is. Now let's go back and redo all the old <laughs> shit because it was all this like weird tough guy stuff. Uh, so it was it was a good note. I was definitely hey, pissed. Hey, whatever works, whatever gets yeah. the job done. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> I think Martin was there for that too. <laughs> but yeah that's the thing like that's that's just that was that was the moment where you kind of like fell back into the groove and the rhythm of it yeah you know it it uh it was nice too because i feel like i don't get into like the technical side of this because i don't know it (laughs) i don't know (laughs) but um it was like definitely like me uh just not trying to like make it like like push more. I think I was like, that's the other thing too. I think I was really pushing uh, vocally. And then uh, for this one, it was not, not that I like sat back or anything, but I just let, it was more emotional than it was for me to, than it was trying to me to be like tough. It was just like, let me, let me get into like what these songs are about, you know? Yeah. As lame as, as, lame as that sounds, but I'm glad you remind me of that. Cause I, I forgot about that. What's up guys? Uh, thanks so much for checking out episode two, part one. Uh, Please stay tuned for part two of this episode. Awkward.